Hello, everyone. Welcome to God's Internet Church Podcast, Episode 40 of Season 1. I'm your host, Pastor Ron Weaver, counting an honor and privilege to be here to share with you what God's put on my heart with the Word of God, with the Bible study, and how He's led to do this podcast. I'd like to apologize for not being on the air Monday, Tuesday, but I didn't wasn't able to preach Sunday for Mother's Day at Guys Internet Church online church um because I came down with a a bout of laryngitis with my voice and um I had to rest it. It was going in and out, it wasn't all the way, but I wouldn't be able to have been understood. I was recommended by my doctor to take some uh, in the emergency room to take up some time off from speaking for a couple days. And uh, so that's why I didn't have no one to fill in for the podcast and had no one to fill in for Sunday morning. I did put a rerun on for Sunday morning. I guess I could have put a rerun on for the podcast too. But anyways, you guys see the reruns on the podcast. But I'm here, I'm back, and I praise the Lord for that. Uh, we're going to get into um, our worship time in a minute. we got a couple songs for you. Our Bible study is going to be coming out of that book of Faith, Hope, and Courage in a Changing Time. And we're going to be dealing with the God of all comfort. It's the first thought. And the second one is how God, how to overcome anxiety. They kind of go together. They're two different days. Then, for our God teaches us in a different ways. Um, my magazines get shipped to my mom and dad's house and they live miles away from me. And I ran out of the magazines that I have here of that ministering magazine. And so I'll be picking those up within the next couple weeks. Um, I reason they were getting delivered there because I was at her house recovering for, from, um, my heart ejective failure, and um, mm-hmm. she was helping take care of me. And so when I started subscribing to the magazine, it comes there. So my my visits down there are getting less and less with the doctors, so we're going to have to make a way for her to either send it to me or I'm going to have to get in touch with the place to send it here um, to my office. But we will get them. But I do have a story from online to share with you about that. It's an email from God, which covers the thing of God teaching God's people in a different way. And then we're going to go into our prayer request, which we got a few added while I've been off, and go for our closing remarks at that point. On that note, though, we're going to start with our worship. We'll be right back after these two songs. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to God's Internet Church Podcast. Uh, we were supposed to be coming back after some music. Uh, we had some technical problems where they couldn't get the music to play. So we decided to move on from the music over to the Bible study. I apologize for the inconvenience. The music was playing, but it, for some reason it wasn't recording. 
Um, on one that we had it record and playing, and then on the other end, it wasn't recording. We couldn't get the machine to work. Um, so we're going to have that looked at. Um, hopefully by tomorrow, we'll have everything back to normal. So we're going to, we decided to move on into the Bible study. And I will tell you what I was going to say, though. The song was Let It Rain by Michael W. Smith. And we need to let God's rain over us. We need the floodgates of heaven to run over us. You know, the devil might have did a trick where we couldn't get the music, but I still can preach the words that I was going to say. Because that floodgate of heaven can open up and let us rain all over our lives. That rain can grow us. Hallelujah. That rain can help us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is good and he's good all the time. God is good. God is good. God is great. We need to let his rain over our lives. And we're not talking about a physical rain. We're talking about his rain of, over our lives. Being the king of kings and lord of lords. So we're going to transfer now over into our Bible study. And see what God's going to give us here. I know what he's put on my mind and heart to say. But, you know. We'll see what else uh, God's going to say here tonight with this Bible study. And today, not tonight, I'm sorry. And the first one, we're going to look at Isaiah, the book of Isaiah. And we're going to look at chapter 66. Isaiah chapter 66. And we're going to look at verse 13. 66. Verse 13 of Isaiah. And it says, As one whom his mother comforted, so will I comfort you, and ye shall be comforted in Jerusalem. Well, we're going to be calling this segment the God, I mean, this first thought, the God of all comfort. All right. When we are troubled, we got to remember three things that God is. Okay. Remember, first one is God's comfort is real. All right, and if you got your Bibles, go to Isaiah chapter number 49. Isaiah chapter 49, and we're going to look at verse 15 through 16. Okay, and it says, Can a woman forget her suckling child that she should not have compassion on her son? Or her womb, yea, they forget, yet will I not forget thee. Behold, I have driven thee upon the palm of my hands, and thy walls are continuously before me. Now, what this is saying, basically, if a mother, sometimes, there's out there, and that most times not, I, I, you know, a mother 
don't forget her kid. And God says, I don't forget. Okay? He said he's got us engraving on his hands. And thy walls are continuous before him. In other words, he's there. He's watching us. And he's there to help us when we fall. He's there to comfort us when we fall. That is a promise here. Okay? God is ready, just like a mother and a father, to pick us up, dust us off, kiss our boo-boos, our spiritual boo-boos, and bring us out of, to get us up and try again. I remember when I was a kid, a couple things from my dad, and one time I was riding my bike, and we had the back hill. And I was on training wheels. That's how young I was. And we had a hill on the back of our backyard. And I wasn't quite good yet of stopping my bike. And I went, fell off, because I couldn't stop the bike. And I cried. And my dad came, picked me up, and loved me, and helped me through Everything that I needed to go through. To get through. He made sure I was safe. He made sure he dusted me off. He, he didn't kiss my boo-boos like mama would. But he put a bandage on it. With my scraped knees. And he took care of me. Okay. And then the second time. It was summer. They both was working at a place. Same place. Mom worked day shift. So, be, so dad can be home with me during the day. And dad worked second shift, which he could, mom could be home with me during the day. And I was at the age now where I was able to be left alone for about an hour. And I was jumping up and down in my bed, acting like wrestling, because I'm a big fan of wrestling. And my foot slipped between the head bar, my headboard, and the mattress and the frame. And I couldn't get my foot out. You know, when you're a kid, you don't think of things like you normally would. You know, you would when you're a dog. So I cried and cried and cried. He was just going before work. He was a little upset with me with this one. But he came running, came upstairs, checked on me. Took my foot out, checked it, tickled it. That was kind of my punishment because he wasn't too happy. Because he was on his way out to go to work. Well, he took care of it. He said, you're fine. He said, just go downstairs. And he carried me downstairs, put me on the couch, put the TV on, told me to stay there until my mom gets home. And he'll tell mom and she'll have a look at it. Came home. <coughs> wasn't swelled yet. Nothing was wrong. Excuse me. My allergies are acting up. So just so you know, I'm going to might be coughing. Um... Then mom came and kissed her foot, made it feel better. And, you know, my dad made me feel better, too. But God does that the same way if we let him. But unfortunately, sometimes we don't let him. Because when we're adults, we think we can do things on our own after we fall. We got to remember... God's comfort is real, and he's wanting to do it. The second one. 
the Comforter lives in you, which is the Holy Spirit. And we find that in John 14, 16, which is the Holy Spirit. He comforts us. He's our comfort in our times of trouble. He's our messenger between God and God sees his messenger, God's messenger between God and us, and us and God. And when we're going through things, he tells us what God wants us to know, and he comforts us, okay? Three, scripture is a comfort. Sometimes the Holy Spirit brings back to remembrance what we need to learn what comforting is. If we're going through a certain thing, like there's a special comfort that I preach here a lot, is Hebrews 6, 7, and 8, and 9. And <clears throat> typically those three verses teaches on, on uh, backslidden Christians, but God showed me a special little diamond in that thing in verse 6. It talks about the storms of life, you know, raining on a Christian and how the land produces the goods and flow and grows. And that's what God uses me. When I'm going through the storms of life, I need comfort. He gives me Hebrews 6, 7 because it's telling me that, hey, the storm is just going to, it's over you. And in the end, you're going to be blessed from it. You're going to grow from it. And it gives me comfort, okay? But us Christians has got to learn to let God love on us. We got to let God come and take care of our spiritual boo-boos. We got to let him use his comforter, which is the Holy Spirit, help us. We got to learn to get in his word and let it comfort us, okay? Because if we don't, which we'll find in Romans fifteen four, because if we don't, we're going to be the most miserable hurting Christian out there asking where is God now sometimes when we're going through this now this is the remedy you know sometimes I'm teaching you what you need to do so you don't get come over this all right and if you go to the book of Matthew for the second thought The book of Matthew, chapter number 6. And we're going to look at verses 32 and 33. Matthew, chapter number 6, verses 32 and 33. For after all these things do the Gentiles seek... For your heavenly Father knoweth that he hath needs of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Now, basically what this is telling us here is this. How to overcome anxiety. Alright? Here are two steps that we got to do to stop overcoming anxiety. We got to ask for help. That means we got to go to God and pray about it. And then sometimes we got to go and talk about it with trusted spiritual friends. 
I believe every Christian should have somebody that they could be accountable to, someone that they will listen to, someone that will help in crisis of trouble. All right. So we need to ask for help. We need to ask for help from God, and we need to ask help from people to help pray for you during this time. And the second one is focus on, focus on God, not yourself. In other words, you got to get your eyes off the circumstances of your life. And you got to focus on God. You know, you ask God for help, and then after he's trying to help you, don't ignore him and focus on your life circumstances. And remember watching, listening to Job here recently. We went through the Bible study on the book of Job. And all the way through, Job was looking at his problem and not God. He didn't give up on God, but he didn't look at God. Um, that's what we got to learn to do. We got to learn to focus on God and not ourselves and not our problems. We got to let God be the ruler of our lives and ask him for help. And when we do that, we got to let him comfort us because he's going to comfort us first. Then he wants you to listen to his comforter, which is the Holy Spirit. All right. And then he wants you, as the Holy Spirit would teach you, by giving you scripture to read. And sometimes that scripture is going to make you happy. Sometimes that scripture is going to make you sad. And sometimes the scripture might make you mad because it might be something you're doing that's calling this. Just like God, in the end, chewed out Job a little bit because Job, because during this process, he got a little bit, thought his, his spirituality was more than God, his generosity. But he didn't realize it was God that gave him that stuff to be that generous, all right, and helping people. So what have we learned here today? Well, we learned here today the God of all of our comfort. He's gonna, he wants to help us. It's real. He gave us someone to help us live our lives. It's the Comforter, which is the Holy Spirit. And through God, the Holy Spirit leads us through scriptures that bring comfort to us. And the first one, we, when we're going through a trial or an anxiety, we need to ask God for help and maybe even that close Christian friend, which my mom has commented that she lost because we lost this trusted lady in the Lord um, of a, over a heart valve surgery and um, she died and Mom used to talk to her. It used to be her help. But you know, God can bring that someone into her again too. And he will. But we got to learn also to focus on God, not ourselves. Got to let God take control and keep our eyes on him. All right? So that is a nice little Bible study that we learned here today. And um. I'm changing things up for this segment. Um, God leading me to to go right into a producer's looking at me like I'm crazy. Um, to the to the God teachers in some different ways segment. Um, I feel feel led to 
do the story that we had planned for tomorrow's show to come and um, be part of the show here, part of this show. And then we'll, we'll switch the other one out for tomorrow's show. Sorry, I was talking to my producer. Um, I'm going to read this. And I got this off the internet. And it's called One Saturday Night. It's called A Call from God. Okay. One Saturday night, a pastor was working late and decided to call his wife before he left for home. It was about 10 o'clock p.m., but his wife didn't answer the phone. The pastor let it ring many times. He thought it was odd that she didn't answer, but decided to wrap up a few, few things and try again in a few minutes. When he tried again, she answered right away. He asked her why she hadn't answered before. And she said it hadn't rung at their house. They brushed it off as a fluke and went on their merry way. The following Monday, the pastor received a call at the church office, which was, on the, which was the phone that he used that Saturday night. The man that he spoke with wanted to know why he called on Saturday night. The pastor couldn't figure out what the man was talking about. Then the man said it rang and rang, but I didn't answer. The pastor remembered the mishap and apologized for disturbing him. And, and him explained that he intended to call his wife. The man said, that's okay. Let me tell you a sto my story. You see... I was planning to commit suicide on Saturday night, but before I did, I prayed, God, if you're, if you're there and you don't want me to do this, give me a sign right now. At this point, my phone started to ring. I looked at the caller ID and it said, God Almighty, I was afraid to answer. The church, the church that the pastor attended is called Almighty God. Tabernacle. You imagine that? This is why I decided to put it in. I did. He was over anxiety. He was ready to kill himself. But then he focused on God and not himself. If you want me to do this, don't want me to do this, give me a sign. God missed God changed the calling from that guy to his wife, pastor's wife, to that number because he knew the caller ID would come up, Almighty God Tabernacle. And that was his sign. Don't kill yourself. Now the story don't tell us if they followed up. Okay? The story don't tell you if they followed up. Okay, but I have a feeling the pastor did because God put him in charge, just like he did when Paul was blinded. And he told this guy, Ananias, Ananias that Paul, this guy Paul is going to come who persecutes Christians, and I want you to take care of him until he's able to see his eyes, able to see. Let me tell you something, saints. God is there for you. When you need him.
And this is a perfect example. This pastor was used by God to save this guy from killing himself. Why? Because the guy asked for help. The guy asked for put his focus on God and asked for a sign. And God gave him a sign by the name of that church coming up on the sign dean. This is God Almighty. Oh, hallelujah. Our God is good and he's good all the time. It just goes to show us our God is there if we ask him. And he will help us through. He will help us through. Hallelujah. And sorry for the confusions that we had, but God was just leading me to read that story along with this Bible study. Oh, hallelujah. God is good. And we'll be right back after these messages. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are certain tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spoopy, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum, minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make podcasts in one place. Mandatory call to action. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. If you want to know about all sports information, go to YouTube, go to the search bar, and type in Charge It to the Game podcast, and you will get all you need to know about the world of sports from this podcast on YouTube. I am a describer, and I recommend this podcast to you. Describe to them today. Again, go to the search bar and, and at YouTube and type in Charge It to the Game, and you'll get everything you need to know. And just so you know, I am a describer to that podcast, and I do listen to it for my dad, and I do recommend it because it does give things that needed to be said. And I know that was two commercials back-to-back, one from on Red, Red Online and the other one in between. But you know what? We got, you know, these people want to advertise, so we're going to advertise for them. It helps the show and fund the show a little bit, and um, it pays the bills. So we're done paying the bills. Um, We're going to go to our prayer request segment right now. And right now, a dear dear friend in the Lord, and he's like a second father to me, and he's one of my old pastors. His name is Gary Levi. Pastor Gary Levi, he got coronavirus last week. Um, I found out Friday, I believe it was, um, after the podcast. Um, no, wait a minute. It was through the week. Somehow, he was 
we didn't know exactly how things was going, so I didn't comment on it. But I do know now he was taken to the, I'm sorry about that. He was taken to the hospital, and um, we did get an update on him. He's been in the hospital for a couple days um, now. Um, the update we got yesterday that he was not on a ventilator yet, but he was struggling breathing. And they gave him some medicine and some treatment for it. And they were waiting for it to kick in. Now that's all we know. So we're going to pray for this pastor. Um, so he can get back to his flock. And preach the word of God like he called them. Unless God calls him home. You know it's God's will at this point. But we're going to pray for him and his wife. She's got coronavirus but she hasn't been sent to the hospital yet. Um, I don't even know exactly how what her condition is. We need to find that out. I'll get someone working on that. Um, and that's about it for the prayer section today. <coughs> so let's go to let's go to God in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we lift the Pastor Levi to you right now in the name of Jesus, Lord. Lord, you know he's in that hospital. You know exactly where it is. And Lord, you're the the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning, the end. El Shaddai. El, the God that healeth us, Lord. We just ask you right now, Lord, you got the four plans being met. You made this body of Pastor Levi, Lord. You know where everything's supposed to be and what's not supposed to be in there, Lord. You know that coronavirus is not where it's supposed to be. We just ask you right now to go, come and touch him in the name of Jesus. We just ask you to take that healing hand of yours, go inside his body, grab that coronavirus and throw it out of him, Lord. And Lord, we just ask you to do this, Lord, in Jesus' name. And Lord, we just ask you right now to be with his wife, Karen. Lord, we just ask you to touch and heal her from this coronavirus. We ask you to take that healing hand and go inside her body and get rid of that coronavirus too. We ask you all this in Jesus' name. Amen. And on that note, I'd like to say thank you for watch, uh, listening to the podcast here today. As you know, my name is Pastor Ron Weaver. And I count an honor and privilege for you to listen to what God has in store for you and me on this podcast, and God moved today. He, you know, we set a schedule, but sometimes God changes the schedule, and that's what we got to realize. On that note, I'd like to say God bless you, take care of one another, love one another, and help one another, and be kind to one another. Until net, until tomorrow. I'm Ron, I'm Pastor Ron Weaver saying see you on God's Internet Church tomorrow about the same time. God bless you all.